0: I'm going to tell you a quick story. Street performers tell great stories. I remember seeing you sweat. Be they comic or tragic, they're always entertaining. Oh my god, what a good one. This is a Stories from the Pitch short. Welcome to Stories from the Pitch, a growing oral history about street performing and some of the crazy characters who populate this world. On December 3rd, 2013, Magic Brian sat down with Al Miller to record a story about an unexpectedly eventful journey he took back in 2001 with Eric Amber. Two and a half months later, Brian ran into Eric in Adelaide, Australia, and asked him to tell his version of the same story. Memory is a tricky thing. It fades over time. We each remember the same events differently and from our own perspective. Some moments stick in our brains more than others, and that's one of the reasons getting both sides of this story made it even more hilarious. I give you a little tale we've decided to call Naked Highway. I have Al
1: Miller here. Hey, hey. We're in New York City, and he's going to share a story about him and Eric Amber getting naked. Yeah. Is that a good way to set it up? Yeah. So it was back in the day when uh, you'd go to Windsor, and then a bus would take you to Waterloo the next weekend, the Busker Fest in Canada. I think it was uh, 2000 or 2001... Anyway, so we're in Windsor, we're having a ball, all the old school boys, you got like Robert Nelson was there, and Hot Ones of Popcorn, Nick Nicholas, Pee Wee and Emma, uh, the Black Street Boys came, and that was the first time anyone anyway, ever met them, yeah. and we were all going to like the strip club there, the Cheers. Oh, yeah, yeah. and we were all thrown out like they loved us, because we all come in with tons of like ones and whatever, and just like, yeah, and so they were really playing it up for us, we had a ball. Okay, so there's a lot of partying going on, and I think on the Saturday night something happened with Eric at the hotel. I don't know what it was, but you know Eric, you know he something sometimes <laughs> something Things always happens, happens. <laughs> and uh, so they wanted to kick him out of the hotel.
2: So in the evenings we try to wind down a bit with some drinking and some revelry. As
1: you do. As you do, because... No matter where you are. Well,
2: especially because there's also that combination of, like, Nick Nicholas, Pee Wee, me, Derek, Al, like, all these, you know... The personalities. Personalities. We're trapped in this kind of situation. And we're trying to make the best of things, you know? And all kinds of shit went sideways. And I ended up getting kicked out of the bar of the hotel that we were staying in. For some reason, I can't really recall... You know, of course, Eric, What could you oh, have it, done? I don't, I, you know... <laughs> that's, that's I think it's because... I a, I think the it's, list of things that Eric I, could have done. I pissed off the of bouncer him. and he kicked me out. He gave somebody a little lit? Yeah, and I, at one point, we were checking out and Lee Zimmerman was talking to me and the door of his hotel room closed. And at midday, the key lock sort of expires so he couldn't get back into his... But all his gear was on the other side of the door and we had a argument with the woman behind the counter because he wasn't checked in. We were like, we're trying to check out and she refused to let us in. Like, all this, we, you know, like we went to the strip club a couple nights before that, almost got into a fight. (laughs) Like, winter's a fucked town. <laughs> you
1: need to get
2: out of it. You know, like, we couldn't get the fuck out of that town faster. Enough. We're just like... Just layer upon layer of things that were just... It's, it's a shitty accurate. town, a shitty situation, a fucking shitty festival. We just couldn't wait to get the fuck out of there, right? So
1: on the Sunday, he was just like, fuck this, this, fuck this, fuck this, you know what I mean? Anyway, shows had to be done and finished and whatever. But at the end of the day, he had his car. Because he'd driven down from wherever He had his car and he was like I just want to get the fuck out of here You know And we were both going to Waterloo so yeah. He's like Do you want to come with me? I was like Yeah, yeah, sure That's cool You know There's like a bus That's going to come And pick up everyone And take them So we finish up our shows And everything And say goodbye everyone And, and he just like, He just wants to leave Right Just
2: get the fuck out <laughs> of town
1: And uh, the bus was like Loading up or whatever And
2: I was like Al Just put your shit in my car We've got to get the fuck out of here Right this town is driving me mental, right? (laughs) I need to get out. Just like pedal to the metal, just get the fuck out of Windsor. I'm like, I don't know, half an hour out of Windsor, my car runs out of fuel because I was just so fucked off with Windsor, I didn't fill the car. weren't prepared.
1: Wasn't prepared. weren't prepared to leave Windsor. And at one point we're driving and we start slowing down and... I wasn't really paying attention, but I looked over, and he was looking through these glasses at the dashboard, and I him, and "I was like, I was like, what? He's like, we're out of gas. I was like, oh no, we're out of gas on the highway, what the fuck? And so he pulls over onto the side, he's got this little old car, I don't know what it was, but it looked like an old man car, and it was funny, because of the glasses, it was like, he was totally an old man. Yeah. <laughs> and he'd forgotten because we left so fast he'd fuck this place I was going to get out of here didn't put gas in the car we just left
2: so we were stuck on the side of the road and between, between Windsor and Waterloo. between Windsor and Waterloo how far away from Windsor were you at this point? enough that you felt good? And I, yeah half an hour <laughs> 45 minutes no, right. not far enough I mean, not, not <laughs> far enough and there we were and I, and I was just like oh shit sorry Al you know. but the thing was that all the other street performers that were going to Waterloo were on a bus that they had chartered. Like I think Waterloo Festival chartered it. And they were like, yeah, yeah, we'll just pick everybody and take them, you know, like... So they were sort of behind us, like half an hour behind. And we were just standing on the side of the road and we're like, well, how do we get people's attention, right?
1: So we're there and we're like, okay, I, we need to get like a gas container and mm-hmm. fill it up and bring it back here and this and that. So we've got to get on the bus and go there and this and that. So I was like, oh, well, you know, maybe we should pretend the car's like really fucked when they get here, you know? We'll like write help on the side of the road <laughs> with like stones or whatever. And Eric is like, no, 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 no. no. Let's be naked <laughs> when they get here. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, am I really going to get naked on the side of the road?
2: And wait for a bus. And I was
1: like, yeah, all right, fuck it, whatever.
2: All I remember is going, nobody's stopping for us. What do I got to do to get people to stop for us? So I just took my clothes off, <laughs> and I stood on the side of the road, buck-ass naked, hitchhiking.
1: So we take all our clothes off, and we're standing on the other side of the car, just waiting for this bus to come, and it took so long, right? And, like, we see this bus coming, we're like, hey, we run out from behind, and the bus goes by, and it wasn't them. <laughs> <laughs> And this bus goes by and people look at us like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's two naked guys inside the right? road. like, oh, that wasn't him. We ran back behind the car. And then, I don't know how long it took, but it was longer than half an hour. It was a while. And we were standing there just waiting. And we were lucky it was summer. Was there any point in time when you thought, maybe we should put our clothes back on? Uh, probably. Yeah, I don't remember exactly, but probably. We were like, oh, you know, we maybe should abandon this. But we didn't. And when the bus finally did come, it looked like they were going to go past us and we're like oh, it's us
2: <laughs> and then the bus with all the street performers drives by <laughs> they just see me <laughs> make it on the side of the road and they're like we know those guys <laughs> and they pull over and that's all I really remember I think maybe I blocked out Al, the rest. Al kept his clothes on I recall he, I, maybe he was nude I don't think he was though or I think he just preferred to... His version of the story... Did he, he get naked? Cute. Did we both get naked? <laughs> that's what he said. See, maybe... See, yeah, I, I... I don't recall him and I making eye contact the whole time.
0: <laughs> so, man, that's what I
2: was We're just saying. like... She's <laughs>
1: just like... I had this idea. Let's get naked, but I'm not going to look at you. <laughs> that's right. I might remember you were in the car <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> because I got to look, and I didn't mean to. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I think I probably recall blocking that part out. (laughs) And then the bus drove by, and they picked us up. (laughs) And they took us to a gas station. Like, it's okay, you can put your clothes on (laughs) now. Yeah. So what's the moral
1: of this story? Um, Don't get naked with Eric. Wow, don't go on the road with Eric. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to have an adventure, hang out with Eric. There you go. Yeah, there's the moral. That's the
0: moral. Perfect. Stories from the Pitch is produced by the Busker Hall of Fame. This podcast is made possible through the generous support of listeners like you. If you like what we're creating, please swing by the Busker Hall of Fame website and throw some love into our virtual hat by clicking on the donate button or consider picking up one of the few remaining Busker Hall of Fame t-shirts. Your contributions allow us to cover the hard costs of distributing this podcast and the other great content that can be found at buskerhalloffame.com. Music for this episode came from Tim Sars and the Carnival Band from Vancouver. Links to both Tim's work and the Carnival Band are posted in the notes section for this episode on the Busker Hall of Fame website. Got a story to tell? Something you think we could improve? News that you'd like us to include in one of our mailouts? Or perhaps you're interested in becoming a sponsor of an upcoming episode? If so, drop me a line at cbg at On behalf of myself, co-producer Lindsay Lindbergh, Magic Brian, who captured these recordings and created the preliminary edit, and the rest of the staff of the Busker Hall of Fame, we hope this finds you well. And as you perform for audiences around the world, please remember to use your superpowers for good. I'm David Aiken, the Checkerboard Guy. Thanks for listening.